where do we begin? A year ago, these uh, cops and lawyers wouldn't dare cross any of you. I mean, what happened? So what are you proposing? It's simple. Kill the Batman. <laughs> Here's my card. We're here again. Welcome back. Dustin, hello. Hey. And hey, James. Hey, hey. So, guys, we watched The Dark Knight this week, but what else did you watch? Uh, nothing. Nothing. All right, James, passes. A whole lot of baseball. Oh. That's about it. Oh, man. Baseball is some nerdy-ass shit. You know... I fucking love baseball. So here's what I think. Here's why I think I like baseball. It's because I get like, like I I get distracted so easily. Like I have to have like two things going on at once. Mm -hmm. And with baseball, you get to have two things going Mm -hmm. on at once all the time. You can do it without missing out on much. Yeah. You can talk like you can talk baseball nerd stuff. You can talk anything else and still watch a game and have fun. Like it's such a um, it's such a social sport. Like you can't talk while watching a hockey game really. Yeah, you can. You can, but not as much as baseball is what I mean. Yeah, it has a more luxurious pace. And Plus, it's so much fun to go to a baseball game. It is. It's really fun to go to. A, I've, never, I've been to a football game. I've been to a hockey game. Basketball. I've done them all. The four major sports, I guess. Really? Oh, I've never been to like an NFL game. I have been. Well, to, I've, been, I've to, been to three major. Okay, let, I'm going to be honest. I haven't games. been to a, a, an NFL game. Yeah, oh, I've been to a CFL yeah, game. Okay, games. so that's like I've been to. That's not even like but, high school American <laughs> football but level. A, but here's the thing: it's <laughs> it's a go that it's far. a football game, right? I imagine like the the like the, the I don't know the well. There's not as much flag waving, but it's still like pretty much you're what you're watching is relatively the same. Yeah, there's at least 3,000 people in the stands. <laughs> well, I mean, like, what what's happening on the field is relatively the same. Like, people throw the ball. Did you go to a Grizzlies game back in the day? I have. I've, oh, been, yeah. to, I've been to five or six, I think, Grizzlies oh, really? games. Yeah, I, I went, went to a lot of Grizzlies. Really? I, went yeah. to, I think I went to one. Yeah. So when we were kids... Big our, country! When yeah, we were, big country. <laughs> when we were kids, I think our church brought us. Oh, weird. Yeah, to a couple of games. Church. And then uh, <laughs> we went through with school. I went to school a couple of times. Hmm. Yeah, I remember. I think I went like five or six times too. It's wow. kind of crazy to think that I went. I've I've been to more hockey games now, obviously. Yeah, but yeah, I've been. I haven't even been to a hockey game in like probably ten years. I haven't been to used really. To go, used to go pretty often. Huh. It's been three years since I've been to a hockey game. I think the last one I went to was, if I remember correctly, was Trevor Linden's last game. That's a long time ago. That man. was a while ago. <laughs> Hot take: I actually prefer to watch hockey at home. Mm-hmm. I like I like to hear the announcers and I like the camera angles. <laughs> That's I, true. I, I like both. But baseball. I mean, now I don't really want see do baseball is so. fun because it's just like you're out. It's nice weather. It's the summer. The, you know the, the dome or whatever. Well, I've been what two games at the Sky Dome, whatever it's called now. I'm sure you've been to more than that. Maybe. And I've been to one game there at uh, Safeco for the Mariners. 
Which is a fabulous stadium. Oh my stadium. god, that place is fuck. It's so much fun to go. There's so much. There's there's beer. There's like other there's shit beer. going on. There's beer and uh, beer. And there's beer. <laughs> I went to a few games. I went to a couple Royals games when I was down there. Oh yeah. And I went to a Padres game. Uh <laughs> doesn't do much for me. Uh, I don't know, but if you went like. If you went with me and James, it'd probably be well, a Well, yeah, more I'm fun. sure that would be more fun. Because you just fucking drink and, like, you start talking to the people around you and, like... Get in some fights. <laughs> we never got in any fights. <laughs> no, we no. didn't. They don't necessarily like Canadians down there, though. Down yeah. in Seattle. Oh, yeah. They say we're nice, but... They're we friendly should, enough. We should be glad we're cheering for their fucking sports But teams. we're not cheering for their sports team, because the only well, time, the, the only time Canadians sure. go down there is when the Jays play. Oh, yeah. And then it's like... Well, there must be Mariners fans up here. It, there is, but when the Jays go, it's yeah, like then, yeah. fucking... It's flooded. It's flooded. It's blew out or whatever. Well, that's even true here when the fucking Maple Leafs come to play the Canucks. There's like shitloads of Toronto people yeah. that live here go to the games for those specific... Oh, good for them. Other than baseball, though, what did you watch, Dustin? I watched Blockers with John Cena. Oh, yeah. I heard and it's really good. It was pretty funny. Uh, it wasn't like amazing, but there's enough funny jokes and scenes that it's I'd say it's worth watching it's probably like wait till it comes out on how is uh John Cena he's pretty good there's like a he's like a little rough around the edges still I feel like yeah like he's not quite all the way there where he needs to be to be he's, like the new not, rock or whatever he's but not to be a good the, actor he's better than most wrestlers uh oh okay, I think well. he just needs a little work I think he's not He's not quite there. I think he's but, working his way up. He's, yeah, he's good at being funny. Like he was funny in uh, was it Trainwreck? Yeah, Trainwreck and he was uh, funny Sisters. He was pretty funny in with uh, Amy Poehler and Tina Fey. Hmm. So he's uh, yeah, he's just he's on the way up. I think I think John, you've said this before. Like he's just so big. He's huge. Like he's <laughs> yeah. just he's so the rock. he's like a yeah. action figure. Yeah, but the Rock. It's something with the it's way really rock, tall, isn't he? Yeah, the rock's probably taller. It's something than with Cena. the way the rock carries himself, yeah. like he he can just blend in. Like some people are tall. Like okay, so, for me, I'm like six one ish. Um, I look a lot shorter because I carry myself like a fucking homeless person. <laughs> so like I look like I look like so some people just carry themselves a different way. Yeah. So I look a lot shorter than I I am, and I think that with the rock, he like. He does it in a, a good way where he he just carries himself in a way that looks like he's not a freak. Where John <laughs> John Cena just looks like a fucking yeah he's huge. <laughs> There's and no getting they also it. put him in like tight polo like, yeah, uh, shirt, shirts and stuff, and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Like they they emphasize it. Whereas The Rock probably has a thing where he's like, can we just can I just be The Rock? Yeah, it was nice too to see uh, Ike Barinholtz get like a major role in something. Like he's always just. He's Morgan from Mini I know Project. who he is. Yeah, yeah. he's um, like uh, he's like poor Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I funny can see though. that. I, I really like him. Then he doesn't get that much, uh, especially like this was a bigger role for him. So Mad TV man. Yeah, Mad TV. Uh, and I also watched the first couple episodes of the new season of Bosch. Have you watched? I it yet? totally forgot that it was on. I am gonna probably watch that tonight. Man, I love that fucking show. It's so good. Yeah. It is great. <laughs> I love a great cop drama. Yeah, if, if you want, looking for a new good cop show, check out Bosch. And there's, it's on its fourth season now, but it's tremendous. Great books too. Yeah, excellent books. Yeah, I watched uh, Game Over Man. Oh, that's that one with the guys from Workaholics. Yeah, was it funny? Yeah, I really liked it. I want to watch that. Yeah. I watched that thing stone sober, 
fucking. I, was I thought you were going to say stoned. No. I was like, oh, really? <laughs> no. <laughs> Why didn't you invite me over? <laughs> not yet. It's not legal yet. Um, I watched that thing, like, and I was like, oh, I'm not even, like, I'm not drunk. I'm not nothing. Like, I just, it was, I just, it just hit me in a certain way. I just thought it was really funny. <laughs> There's a lot of dick jokes, like, yeah, literal, be expected. literal, like, dick in the movie jokes, which okay. I always, well, you know, like, a lot of movies don't show cock. Mm. This, this movie if does. If you are looking... If you're looking for a movie that hangs dong... This is it, eh? This is it. There were some balls in Blockers, if that's your thing. There's balls in this movie, too. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, I don't know. I liked it. I thought it was really funny. I mean, male genitalia is funny. It just it just looks it's dumb. It looks horrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It looks like a mistake. <laughs> it looks like an afterthought. Whoops. Like we made Oh, we got to put something on here. Oh, shit. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I thought it was pretty good. That and baseball—that's all I've been up to. Hmm. Yeah. But other than that, well, other than uh, watching The Dark Knight, like right. this, I need to look. I need to get a book on transitions. Does uh, yeah? Maybe there's such a thing out there to order. Maybe a website. Yeah. How to do a smooth transition? How to transition? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Well, James, you didn't watch anything. Anything interesting that you can just tell us? Oh, anything interesting? Huh? Mm. Learn a new factoid? Personal philosophy? Maybe a little <laughs> uh, like a, co- a cocktail nugget that you can just like people can drop. Um, I mean, I'm still listening to quite a bit of podcasts. Oh, I started listening to. Uh, it's one you suggested. I think it's Florida. Oh, uh, felonious Florida. Yeah, that's a weird one. eh? That is a weird one. It's about this dude that was killed in like 1994 or something like that. Well, James can tell you. I mean, I don't need to jump in and take over. Yeah. So he was like, uh, he he had a bar, and he was pretty well known in the night nightlife scene. Yeah. I think that's and, code for cocaine scene. Yeah, the cocaine <laughs> scene, and. Uh, and he was murdered along with two other women in his house. And at the time, um, so when he was murdered, they actually found that he had cameras all over the place. And for like the early 90s, that was pretty rare that you would have uh, cameras all over. So anyways, it, I think now there's like four episodes and they're just going through how the police have like narrowed it down to these guys and these guys have been like in and out like they were uh found guilty but then they appealed and so they've been kind of in and out of prison somewhat yeah these two guys and it's it's pretty interesting yeah it's pretty interesting there's like he was really good friends with oj so like that comes up too weird was a play out of this yeah yeah it's it's kind of weird but yeah it's it's pretty weird it's kind of weird like I, like I'm a, like I was on such a true crime like kick for the longest time, and now I'm just like kind of over it. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, I just picked up. Uh, I'll be gone in the dark. Uh, what's her name? Uh, is it Michelle McNamara? That was Patton Oswalt's wife. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I think yeah. it's her true crime book about the Golden State Killer. I just picked a copy of that up. I haven't started yet, but I'm gonna love me some Patton. I haven't like I haven't really burned out on this true crime stuff because I didn't I don't follow most of these podcasts yeah. and I still listen to I haven't even watched that how to make a murderer still <laughs> you should watch that yeah I haven't I, watched that I still listen to last podcast on the left 
I don't know what it is about those guys. I, I listen to that too. They have you come around to them? Um. Oh no, sorry. I was thinking of something else. Pod Save America. I listened to. Oh, that. I don't listen to that. So last podcast on the left is it's a tough listen. I can't stand listening to those guys. But I <laughs> I like it. I don't know what it is. Henry Zabrowski, like he, I find him endearing. It, it just sounds like they're on fast forward. They talk really fast, and there's a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's it's a crime one or a political yeah, one? Yeah, no, it's a crime one. Hmm. I mean, I listened to the the three episodes on uh, Robert Picton, which was really interesting. Yeah, but um, Picton then that story is fucked. up. That is fucked up. That story. But yeah, everybody just, from I think everybody that's from BC at least should listen to the Robert Picton one. Just to get an understanding of like how crazy, yeah, how fucked up it how is, how fucked up that story was, and how like for how long that was allowed to go on. Anyway, nobody wants to hear us talk about true crime. <laughs> if anybody wants to hear this at all, let's talk about the Dark Knight. This was my pick. Yeah. So let me. Uh, what's the the storyline? Um, you got Batman. <laughs> yeah. He's uh moving about the city. Uh, Nimby Bimbly like. Uh, Wait, uh, before you get into that, uh, yeah. can you just set up what was the first movie? Because it kind of... So the first movie, if I remember correctly, I haven't watched it in probably like 10 years. Oh, is, <laughs> do you want me to do it? Let me guess and then you can correct me. Um, it's the Scarecrow. He's the bad guy. He's Well, he's one of the bad guys. He's the lesser of the bad guys. He's the lesser. I don't even remember who the other bad guy was. It's Ra's al Ghul. Ra's al Ghul, yeah. Is that Liam Neeson? Yeah. It's like his, like, how he becomes the Batman. Yeah. Batman Begins is his origin story. Yeah. You might as well talk about it. <laughs> well, I mean, you weren't doing terrible or anything. Yeah. So, as Scarecrow, he is being trained by Liam Neeson's character, um to you know this is how he's learning all his crime fighting skills and all that stuff yeah uh, but by the end of the first movie once he's dealt with all that stuff um we remember he gets commissioner gordon comes and's like oh there's this new criminal who's leaving these cards at all these robberies that he's doing and it's a joker card so it's like it was leading right into the the second one or whatever oh that happens at the end yeah the end of the first movie oh the end of the first one yeah. oh, okay so i guess that leads into the second one john uh, yeah, so now you've got uh, the Batman is super popular. Um, people are dressing up like him, wanting to be like him. He's becoming quite yeah, a... Yeah, th- people are emulating him. People, he's become quite the thorn in the side of the uh, mafioso. Uh, well, like, people are dressing up like him, but they're also, I guess, kind of like, who do you think you are, kind of? Like, well, cause he why stop- can you he do stop- it? He stops them because they're, like, using guns to try to, like, shoot the yeah, right. criminals and stuff. Yeah, and uh, so, like, the mafia is all pissed off, and then there's, like, this, like, uh, not the mafia, but, like, all the crime families. All the different crime, organized crime groups. So they're all kind of, like, banding together to try to figure out how to stop him. At the same time, there's this new um, wild man on the streets that's hitting everybody without any kind of regard for... He's, like, robbing all these crime guys. And and it's the Joker. Yeah. And... uh, Harvey Dent is the new district attorney who's going hard after the mob. Um, everything kind of like comes to a culmination um, with uh, Harvey Dent saying that he's Batman after kind of a 
thing. It's kind of hard. <laughs> I suck at explaining. Well, yeah, I mean, that's more or less where, you, you know, that's enough yeah, to start off with. It's pretty much that. And it's, it's pretty much the like, Batman needs to decide what kind of a hero he is and how far he's willing to go. Yeah, because he his normal means are not working against this Joker. Yeah, and he needs to decide what kind of uh, yeah, like like how far is he willing to go to become a a, a horrible fascist <laughs> monster to to protect the city? I guess. Yeah, it's struggle. He's struggling with the you know those questions of uh, how far is too far to. In order to protect people. Yeah. I feel like this movie is like, a, um, like, you know, like all the assholes who think that Rick and Morty is like the most brilliant show ever. Sure. You know, those people, like the people who were like upset about the Szechuan sauce. <laughs> Not really. But okay. You don't know about this? I don't really follow all that kind of stuff. Oh, okay. You know, Rick and Morty fans though. Like, you know, how like this. They... I'm a fan. Okay. but <laughs> okay, I feel we hit a little bit of a hiccup here. Um, You've heard about like how horrible Rick and Morty fans I'm, are, though. Yeah, I'm sure. You're I mean, every, every fandom has its dickheads. So right? Rick and Morty fans are particularly like horrible people. Yeah. Like a, like a certain subset of them. Um, like they're they think it's the most brilliant show, and there's like so much going on. And like if you don't get it, then like whatever. <laughs> like, um, okay. I, I feel like like bat, this movie is such fodder for like stupid college smart person. You know what I mean? To like talk about like philosophy and like chaos and sure yeah okay i i see like, I, I mean like, i think there's is a lot more going on in this movie than there, your typical i think superhero there is movie. but i feel like this movie is like a lot of fodder for like pop psychology sure okay losers yeah could be the case i didn't i never really heard that much of a conversation about like Oh, what? You don't get the Dark Knight? <laughs> no, but I mean, I imagine a lot of people are talking about like, oh, like you don't understand like what uh, the Joker represents. Like he represents this. And if anything, I could see like, I don't know, I could see certain people watching the movie and not totally understanding everything that's going on just because there's a lot of plot points and the movie moves at a fairly propulsive kind of rate especially considering it's like two and a half hours long it's two and a half it's a pretty long movie yeah i mean but it never slows down ever wait, how long was watchmen <laughs> oh well the version i watched was three and a half hours i think long. it was uh but i think the regular is two and two forty two forty yeah okay, now let's talk about two movies feeling completely different it's like time is relative because yeah, <laughs> this movie is the opposite of the watchmen as far as length think, felt I don't know if I'd go that far. That's ah, pretty. I mean, I did pause it at one point. I'm and I'm like, um, I'm only an hour in. Like, it was surprising. Like, there's still an hour and a half. Yeah. To go. Yeah, and I mean, some of the peaks of the movie are like in the middle of the movie. Yeah. So there's like a lot of stuff to happen after. Like, you get that that sequence where he flips the the truck and everything. Yeah. Uh, well, let's talk about some of our favorite yeah. sequences because um, there's a lot to work through. Uh, like what? What's the one that stands out to you, James? Like, let's just go from the beginning. Not that your favorite, but like when the movie starts. What's the? F- well, I mean, the opening sequence is pretty amazing. Obviously, yeah. No, the robbery. Yeah. Doesn't that make me like? Doesn't make you want to like have Christopher Nolan direct a a, a a bank robbery movie like a Heat? Well, this that's kind of what he was doing with this. <laughs> the Heat connection. 
Uh, yeah, the heat connection. Although this is maybe the first time it's really valid. <laughs> I mean, I Am really I do. Am I the one that brings up the heat all the time? Yeah, yes. you do. I do really actually. I really feel want like that scene, like in Heat, where they meet. <laughs> oh, f- and I, they. I was being a. F- fuck off. <laughs> this movie does borrow a lot from Heat. It's or at least it or at least it's very like inspired by a lot of the feeling of heat and making this sort of epic crime saga. So we all saw this movie like to back up a second. We all saw this movie in the theater, obviously Yeah, you know, multiple times. I saw it. Yeah. I think I saw it more than once. In I the think theater. I saw it twice. Yeah. yeah. Um, the opening scene just, I remember with the first time watching it and being like, Holy shit. Like, yeah. We're in for, this is going to be a great film. Yeah. It hits the ground running for sure. Yeah. And Batman begins and looks, was good. It looks so fucking good. Batman, yeah, Batman Begins was good, yeah. but I remember watching the, the this opening bank robbery scene and being like, "This movie's gonna, this movie's gonna be fucking amazing." Yeah, I mean, you know, you're we're already pretty excited too because you'd seen some you know trailers with Heath Ledger's Joker. I remember when it was announced that he was cast as oh, the man, Joker. People were so I was mad. like, "What? What the fuck? Yeah. Like, why would you cast that guy as the Joker?" Yeah. And I, then it's just like so. Such a singular performance that's so it's so magnetic. It's so amazing. Yeah, like watching it again. I just because yeah, it's been a long time since I've seen it. Like holy shit! Like him as the Joker. It's just. I don't think it's. I don't think anyone's ever gonna be able to. I don't think anyone. And, but mean, that's the thing. People didn't want to take the role. Jared, Jared Leto couldn't do a better job. <laughs> People didn't want to take the role for this movie because they were like, uh, but Jack Nicholson's role, you know, no one's going to be able to beat that from the, you know, the Tim Burton Batman. He thought she like kicked that in the dick and was like, fuck you. Yeah. It, it's not even close. Like, I mean, there's so many scenes with the Joker that are amazing. One that really stands out is. Um, I, I forget what part of the movie it's in, but there's like a news broadcast and he's videotaping the one guy and he's he's reading. Oh, sir, near the end there. Yeah, the, news, the newscaster guy? Yeah, and he's... Uh, how he's like laughing and taunting the guy. It just... It kind of wraps it all up, like how psychotic the Joker is. He directed those segments himself. Really? Those two clip segments. There's the one where he has like the one of the fake Batman guys that he did oh, like yeah, a clip yeah. for. And then that one where he's got the news guy. Uh yeah, Heath Ledger did those himself. Really? I guess Christopher Nolan like look like oversaw him doing the first one with the Batman guy and then was like, Okay, I don't have to even be there for the for the second one. <laughs> yeah, like the second <laughs> like I just I don't know. I, well, I love that show. That one's funny because the guy is like reading that statement. Yeah, and the pages are like floating yeah. away. <laughs> and, and you can hear uh, Heath Ledger in the background like saying the lines because he's written it. And he's like, yeah, he's like repeating that thing. <laughs> yeah. the oh, he's just so giddy about it and just so psychotic. Well, I think that the, to get back to the opening scene with the bank robbery, what it really does is it really sets everything up really well for who the Joker is. Like he's this agent of... I, it sounds so cheesy to say chaos. It doesn't sound cheesy when he says it in the movie. You're no, like, it doesn't. Oh. <laughs> but it, it sounds. He is an agent of chaos. But it sounds lame for like a person to say it because every fucking loser, yeah, has said like, like don't you even understand? But um, it's like somebody's Facebook profile. Study yeah. that agent of chaos university. Yeah, some bullshit. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I can't imagine a person I want to be friends with less. He wears a, you know, he wears a fedora. <laughs> And he's like part of the men's rights movement. Oh, God. 
Yeah, he's a real Jordan Peterson fan. <laughs> um, he, uh, but it's like with the with the bank robbery, where like all the you know the masked guys are like they're killing each other. Yeah. <laughs> and then what's the actor's name that comes out with the shotgun? William Fickner. William Fickner. He, he comes out with the shotgun and uh, he's like, he's out, he's out. Cause right. it's a mob bank. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, he's out. Right. I was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where did you learn how to count? I like, I like the guys <laughs> that play those like, Oh shit. <laughs> some beer in the eyeball. Uh, I like those guys that play those other gang or whatever, like robbers in the first scene. They have such like, it's so comic booky. This, this oh, stuff totally, it's so great. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like really good. It really feels like a, like a 1950s comic book. Yeah, like if it was handled just a little bit, not you know as well, it would just be really hammy, like but hacky. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, it totally works in there. Um, well, one of the early scenes I think really stands out is the uh, uh, when Joker and his guys come to the fundraiser that Bruce Wayne's having for Harvey Dent. Oh, I love yeah. it. Yeah, it's great. When the when Joker walks in and he like he grabs like a like some of the appetizers. Yeah, he's just like snacking and he's like, "You remind me of my father. I hated my father." <laughs> it's going to be hard not to turn this into a complete Heath Ledger. Yeah, well, no, like, because the movie, fest. you know, yeah, we've got Batman, Harvey Dent obviously is a major part and Gordon and everything. But this is this is Heath Ledger's Would movie. this movie have been as good without him? No, <laughs> obviously no, what, what, not. Without sorry, Heath sorry. Ledger, no, um, that's a that's not the way I wanted to form the question. What I mean is, do you think this movie would have had the success that it had without Heath Ledger playing Batman, or was did, Joker? You mean Jared Joker, uh, or did like he propel like this into another stratosphere? Yeah, no, I definitely think he did. I think, yeah. He I did. mean, don't, that like that doesn't mean that everything else about the movie and how it's constructed and how it's shot and everything is really excellent. But if you didn't have that performance to like pull it through, I don't know. Like it's just. I mean, at the time, so this came out what, 2008. Yeah. I watching it, um, I didn't understand why they killed off um, Harvey Dent. In the movie. At the end, yeah? Yeah. I just didn't... Like, why would you want to kill him off? Like, he's such a good... He's just becoming the bad guy. Yeah. I I kind of liked him as Two-Face. Like, no, no. He's, it was yeah, a good a character. Job. He does a great job. And... Yeah. yeah. Aaron Eckhart is actually... Yeah, Aaron Eckhart. He's, um... He's really great. He's, like... To me, he's one of my, like, under appreciated actors he really is you don't even like see him in much of anything whenever i see him in something i'm just like fuck guy's great he nails everything he he can play that smarmy prick he can play like uh like thank you for smoking yeah exactly yeah but he can play like a decent person like he's just he's a great actor i I wish he was in more stuff yeah so like it would have been really great to see him in more you know batman movies yeah and i mean at the time i I just kind of thought, like, you know, this series could go on forever, really. I mean, <laughs> you know, they got the Joker. I mean, they got uh, Harvey Dent. Like, that would have been, I don't know. I, I guess when I think of comic book movies, I just think the bad guys never die. <laughs> so usually well, they in, get away in comic somehow. books, they always, like, come back, right? Yeah, they, they always, always come, come back. back. Which is kind of funny, though, because, like... You know, he made Christopher Nolan made three movies 
and then was like and then dipped. So, and then everything's been left afterwards. I haven't watched a single one. I have no interest personally. Well, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't bother. Yeah, Batman. <laughs> I, mean, I've seen I watched them all. <laughs> Batman versus Superman. It was. So, it's so bad. It's I, horrible. I think it's, so. Side note: I think it's going to take a really, really great director. I think somebody will do it to make a really amazing Superman movie. I think there is a super interesting story there, but no one, no one good enough has ever tackled it. Writing or directing, Dustin, what do you think? Well, I mean, I'm talking about the first in a, couple in of modern Reeve ones. Well, I was yeah, gonna say in the modern, good. in the modern, like right now. Yeah, I don't know. It's a tough. It's a tough character to do in the world we live in now. But I do think you could, you could do it. I think it could be done. I mean, there were elements of the Brian Singer one. Uh, what was it? Superman Returns. And there were elements even of Man of Steel that were good, but you know, they overall they just didn't didn't really work, didn't really come together. Uh, I mean, Zack Snyder for some reason had this idea of like, let's make Superman a dark and tormented character. That's Batman. That's not yeah. Superman. It's like, so. yeah. It, it, look, look at Gotham versus like Metropolis. Like they're completely drawn differently. Like yeah. there, <laughs> there's not a lot of like dark shadows in Metropolis in the comic books. Yeah. If you want to, I mean, somebody has to figure out how to make, um, you know, the upright, so pure of heart kind of Superman character, interesting to a modern audience. And I think, I well, think it just can be not, done. I just, somebody hasn't approached it yeah, properly yet. Superman is just not relatable. He, I think he actually can be. No, I, yeah. He, I, I don't think he is though. He but, hasn't been, but he has been on a paper. Yeah. On paper, yeah. maybe on paper. He has been, it's that they've never, they've never chosen to actually make those stories into, into movies where he is relatable, where he is like, he, he discovers his like, not, he's not obviously not human, but he discovers like what is to be human. Yeah. That's and, the interesting part of him. The part that's, that I think the disconnect for people is because he's so powerful, you know, he's hard to relate to because he's so high above everyone as far as not only his like superpowers, but his sort of like virtual virtue, like virtuous yeah, he, but I think ways would, of seeing things. I think that if you delved into like how he understands humanity and how he becomes like, he, he wants to protect humanity because of how much he loves it. Really? Yeah. Like he is like, he has no reason to. Yeah. Other than the fact that he like falls in love with like human humans. And like, I don't want to turn this into the Superman bash episode. <laughs> I just, I don't know. Save it for when we do a Superman movie. It's a difficult so, movie to relate to. Let's get back on track then with talking about, so we've talked about the bank robbery. Okay. So what what's the next action set piece that really stands out? Uh, what else is early on for action in the movie? Not early on necessarily, but like what's the first thing that jumps out at you? I mean, for me, the action peaks with like I was saying the the truck flipping scene, that whole sequence with yeah, them so trying to kill uh, Dent or capture. So Dent. what we have at that point then in the movie is we have uh, we have Harvey Dent has come out and said that he is Batman mm-hmm. in a press conference where Bruce Wayne was gonna do it. Yeah, he was about to come he forward. To come forward was. But but Harvey Dent does it first. And then um Commissioner uh after that, Commissioner Gordon well it was before that Commissioner Gordon gets killed. Yeah, well he fakes his death. Well, but he everybody thinks he's dead. Yeah. So where there's amazing scene going down like the middle of what's supposed to be like a 
you know, what's well, Gotham, but I mean, in New Chicago. York, Chicago, whatever. It is Chicago. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It, yeah. I think Gotham's supposed to be New York. I don't think so. You don't think so? No, Metropolis is New York. People call Gotham pe- is Chicago. People call New York Gotham. Yeah, but it's not. <laughs> I mean, even in the books, I think it's you. Well, you're the comic book guy, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna a, go to you on this. It's the more like violent and crime problems. I mean, New York was that at one time, but New I always York thought Metropolis was like Washington. I mean, I guess you could look at that, but they never. I don't know. They don't have like the politicians aren't based. Oh, out no, of it's fine. Metropolis. So let's. It's 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 Gotham. So. This is a pretty amazing sequence. I love it from the beginning when like the with the crazy like Ted Nugent looking motherfucker who's like driving the truck. <laughs> the truck. <laughs> the truck driver, yeah. When they pull up in that and he's got the he's like spray painted on the side, so instead of laughter is the best medicine, it says slaughter is the best medicine. And is, the, is that a bazooka? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh oh and Nikki Cat is that one. Yeah. Cop, eh? Uh Nikki Cat, man. <laughs> it's another guy who needs more, Nikki Kat. more work. Nikki Cat, I don't know what he did. I don't know what he's done to get himself like. Or he maybe he's a little bit. He, what was the last? Oh, he also he shows up in Sin City just to get like an arrow through the head. Or I know, whatever. but like, has he done? He hasn't done anything since like the aughts. Yeah, I mean, he must do something. But I he, don't think he so. Doesn't do anything I look ma- him major. Up, that's for sure. I look him up like once a year. <laughs> do you really? Yeah. <laughs> maybe he retired. I don't know. He's got no. Uh, he's, he's, got, a, he's living off that Boston public money. He's a veterinarian <laughs> in like, I don't know, American City Middle. <laughs> a veterinarian, <laughs> American Middle City. Yeah, I don't know America very well. Uh, let's call it Kansas. Not in the middle. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah. Flyover bullshit. Anyway, then, uh, so then he's got the the hell like the police choppers come in and the Joker's got a plan there for the. To take the chopper down. Oh, it's the rack em up scene. Yeah. Yeah. I love yeah. that. So, like, to me, like, there's a couple, like, standout lines, and I'm not going to do it justice, but, like, let's, let's just hear that for a second. Okay, rack em up. Rack em up, rack em up, rack em up. Like, I, I think about that all the time. Like, for some reason, like, when really? I think of The Dark Knight. Oh, that's not one of the ones that would have It's just one of the ones that, like, stands out to me. Because, <laughs> like, there's this intention he has when he's, like, saying it, where he's, like, it's his plan coming to, like, fruition. Right. I don't know. Yeah, and then it all and culminates with, uh, and then Batman using his like crazy bike that bursts out of the front okay, of his so car. I, I want to talk about this for a <laughs> yeah, second. Yeah, and the wheels <clears throat> turn on the side or something. Yeah. So uh, I have a problem with Batman in this movie, for the most part. Like I, I think that, uh, I think that uh, it's fine. Chris, uh, what's his name? Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Christian Bale does, does a good Batman. I like I like Bruce Wayne. I think he's a perfect Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that Batman's problem is, and I, I don't know what you think about this. It's the fact that he has uh, the mask that only covers the top half of his face. What, you should cover the bottom half of his face. No, so I think that because it covers the it doesn't cover the bottom half of his face, he does his dumb voice, but it also it shows this thing, and he just looks stupid. In in movies, um, well, the voice bothers a lot of people that he did for these these Batman movies. It was a very interesting choice. Yeah, I mean, I get. I mean, like, it's kind of like how I used to imagine it, sort of, when I was a kid when I read Batman comics. Although it's a little gruffer than I probably would have gone with it. Like, he's just a little, little, too, a little too much, maybe. 
I would have pulled back a little on that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I get, I get what you're saying. Like sometimes when his, you see his lips and his teeth, you're like, I think that's the problem. Because his mouth, he's doing stuff with his mouth because you know you you don't see his face as an actor. You're not seeing his fe- other features, so he's kind of <laughs> mouth acting in a way. Yeah. He's like trying to put some you know emotion into what he's doing. He's trying his... to put some stank on it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel Batman in this movie. I mean, obviously he needs to be in the movie, but I feel like... <laughs> it's kind of his movie. <laughs> I feel like he's just in the movie because he has to so you could see the Joker. Like, I'm I'm looking for the Joker scenes, not necessarily the Batman scenes. Yeah. It, That's I, what I'm looking I, I for. So I think that it's like there's a, there's a couple things with him. I think one is um, because you see the bottom of his mouth, he just kind of looks dumb. Um, I think the voice is is bad, and I think that there's something that's really um, I keep saying um, not fun about his about Batman's fighting style. Well, it's kind of matter of fact. It's uh, very it's, it's very like, like I'm gonna fight you now. Chop chop punch. It's like chop Seagal fighting. It's better in this movie than it was in <laughs> Batman Begins because honestly, I don't think Nolan really is an action guy. I mean, he's definitely improved over in the course of his movies. He's a set But that's pe- not where he came he's from, He's like right? a set piece guy. Um, yeah, the, the big set piece is like the truck flipping thing. That works really well. But when he gets into like shooting sort of the hand-to-hand combat stuff, and and it's, if, if you go back and watch Batman Begins, it's a big improvement in this movie, actually. But he, he it's still like a, not like super exciting to watch. He looks like an action figure fighting. Yeah, I mean, part of that is being in a bulky suit, right? Which they did try to streamline in this movie. They even made up like him in part of the story. Is like, I need a better <laughs> suit that I can move and better I'm, in. I'm not trying to just, like, turn this into a like Batman sucks because I like Batman's one of my absolute all time favorite comic book characters. Like, I love him. I, I love him in the comics. Um, it's just he. I think because of the way it translates to film. Like because of the suit and everything like that, he just has to fight in this like really, like stagnated. It doesn't. It's not necessarily flow, like a flow to how he fights or whatever in these. And it's kind of boring. It's kind of it's really brute. Yeah, it's just like okay, I knocked you out. Okay, I threw you over here. Uh, the part where he's like breaks up that drug deal with Scarecrow at the beginning. There's some not bad stuff in there. Um, yeah, I guess. I mean, he, he does kill that dog, if that's what you're into. He, like, throws it away or whatever. Um, he does kill that dog. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, like, and, you know, when he drops onto the car and stuff, that's pretty cool. But uh, well, Dropping on the car is cool. And even when he goes, actually, that's the sequence I really like, is when he goes and kidnaps that the uh, Asian banker guy that's, like, keeping oh, the mom's fuck, money. Oh, yeah, great. And he uses that, you know, that skyhook thing to... Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, so I, I think that part's fun when he goes in and beats some guys up in there. <laughs> that's the other thing I was thinking about when watching this movie too, though. Is like it's a, you know the problem that you have when you watch like a, a movie that you love over and over and over again. You start thinking like about the other characters and like what's happening with them. Mm-hmm. So like I remember being like, "What's up with those? What's up with those? That the, the pilot and like that that I mean, there's probably like two people on that plane, like." What are they thinking? Like <laughs> they're thinking we just got paid to do a cool job. I know, job. but it's like, they're smugglers, right? I yeah. know, but I'm like there's like 60 minutes and stuff like that. Like you think that one of these guys is like going to be like running out of cocaine money? He's going to go on like 60 minutes and do a Stormy Daniels or something like that. <laughs> like I just feel like 
when you involve all these like well like that one guy he's gonna go on and he's gonna say who batman is man mr reese which yeah. was apparently supposed to be the riddler which yeah which brings me to one of my favorite conspiracies or not conspiracies but ideas is that he was going to be the riddler and i think that would have been an amazing turn. yeah yeah never got to i mean the riddler is a hard one to do in a movie and make interesting i don't think so unless you're jim carrey I was gonna say, yeah <laughs> i think i think it was actually nailed um pretty early on <laughs> yeah no one's gonna top that <laughs> i think we're done get that yeah. we'll get one of those guys from the fucking nerd show on there jim parsons or whatever the fuck <laughs> The nerd show. What's that nerd show? <laughs> Big Bang Theory. That's the one. Yeah. I um, guess for me with Batman get, get and, na- lucky on and now and now they're like redoing Batman because now they're trying to do the whole like Justice League and yeah. all that kind of shit. Is it gonna is Batman one of those characters that in like 10, 15 years is gonna be a whole other series? You oh think? sure. They're never gonna yeah. stop making Batman stuff. They're gonna make you know, people want to see Batman. I think it's actually so. Like this kind of brings us to something else. I don't think we're going to go through our typical plot kills pacing thing here. I think we're going to just ramble on about the movie. But I think that um, what this movie does so well is it deals with uh, Batman's fascism, and yeah, like like, like it like, touches on it in a it way touches, that it, other Batman movies haven't. Yeah, sure. and it touches on like a lot of things that would make it. Um, that kind of opened the door for Batman to be a lot more than what he is right now. Um, to, so he can go in a lot of different directions. And I, th- what I feel like I, like, I haven't seen these movies, but what I hear from you guys and what I see from these like the commercials and the trailers and stuff like that is that they've kind of put Batman back in kind of like a dumb box. Well, they've just, they've just rewound a little bit to... I don't know, like, it's like, okay, we're telling a new story now where, you know, this, these other movies don't have anything to do with what we're doing now. Like that, like the Nolan Batman movies aren't part of what's going on in the DC universe now. And I think it's a real shame because I really feel like Nolan dealt with so much stuff through, through that, those three movies that would have allowed a new Batman to take over. Yeah. I, yeah, I get what you're saying. But on the other hand, I don't know if I'd want them to be like, now we're continuing Nolan's thing because then it would just taint his stuff. Like, well, just leave it, his thing. It would have been, thing. yeah, it would have been That's horrible true. if they tried to continue that. Not I necessarily, think. though. I mean, like, the Marvel Universe does it. Yeah. yeah, but they had sort of a plan all along of we're building this universe and these yeah. are all going to connect and build off each other. And DC didn't do that until just recently, right? So where they're trying to do that now. So, um, so all the other previous, whatever, all the, the Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern and all that shit, like... That was before this, so uh, so I don't think that'll have anything to do. I with saw Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern in the theater. So did I. By the way, why I am I saying that? What a horrible that? piece of why shit! Why am I that saying was. Ryan Reynolds Gr- Green Lantern? Yeah, there's no alternative yeah. yet. I mean, I'm sh- they probably will do another one. I'm sure at some point with yeah. the reboot, reboot all that. The Mark Ruffalo Green Lantern, <laughs> the Leonard Nimoy Green Lantern. Uh, he's dead. But it yeah. was fucking from the '70s, bitch. <laughs> One of the things I wanted to say about the pacing of this movie, though, and, you know, at two and a half hours, it's a, it's like a really well-paced movie. Like, it always feels like we're ju- we're getting to the next thing. We're getting to the next thing. And the ex- there's a level of intensity to things that never really lets up through the whole thing. And I think a, a large part of that has got to do with the score. 
of the movie. Oh, it, I noticed that a lot watching it this time. I noticed a lot of the the music and there was like how it like swelled and how it made you feel. Like it, it really stood out to me. Yeah, it really really makes like pushes the movie along and yeah, brings it to those crescendos and stuff where it's I don't know. Are it, you a big score guy? Well, not not I mean, I usually notice them, but I'm I'm not like a guy who like listen like sits around and listens to scores we have, generally we have friends who like who like who sit around and listen to scores yeah of movies i've never been one of those people like i i listen to um like wes anderson like, soundtracks soundtracks right because i look i love them but like i'm not a score person yeah i'm more likely to listen to a, a good soundtrack than a score yeah but you know, I do I do take note of them when I'm watching a movie and how they work within the context of the movie. And I think this is one where you really have to give it up. To, I think it was um, Zimmer and James. What's his name? James Newton Howard. Or I don't know. I can look it up. But it's it, both of them, I think, doing it. Well, to be honest, like we're obviously not experts in anything, and we're definitely not experts in people who write scores. So no, I mean, I'm generally aware of a lot of score writers, but I don't. Calm, calm I'm down. Not, I'm not like following everything they do and whatever oh but, really yeah you're not, you're no not, but i'm just saying because there are people who are really no into t- it you're not on tmz for <laughs> fucking score writers what <laughs> tmz what i don't know anyway um, isn't that the tmz that they're like the people who like follow celebrities that's like the um paparazzi yeah TM- what the fuck are you talking about tmz you don't know who tmz no is? i know who they are i didn't really get the joke though TMZ for score writers. Ah, oh, fuck. Anyway. It's pretty bad. James hasn't said anything in a while. <laughs> James, um, say some stuff. Well, what I was talking about before was about m- making another version of this in the future. Does it make you think back to, like, the old ones? Like and, the Tim Burton ones? Yeah, and, you know, you have any different feelings about those ones? Since like time has gone by, and well, you know, I mean, now that they've made this, like, this is what the third. I guess you could say it's like the fourth because there was the show, sixties show. Yeah, (laughs) Um, yeah. I mean, you know, it. You if you go back and watch the Tim Burton uh, original Batman, I have a lot of love for that movie because it came out at a time when I was, you know, at my peak love of Batman. Yeah, Uh, and I remember like my mom got special tickets for us to go to it the night before it officially came out oh, and yeah. i went on it was like a school night and i was like you know super pumped <laughs> and i watched that movie a shitload like i got it on vhs and i think i watched it like six times in one day or something oh yeah but uh you know it obviously doesn't compare that favorably when you compare it to this because this is now what well we, what yeah we're it's completely set different. in a different yeah modern more realistic and all that kind of stuff i'm uh, actually not a big tim burton fan I'm not a huge fan. I like a lot of his earlier movies. I feel like everybody was swept like from our generation. Like we were all supposed to be Tim Burton fans. Yeah. Um, well, he was doing I, some weird kind of stuff at a time when a lot of people. And weren't. I think that I think that we were all supposed to be like, yeah, okay, we like Tim Burton. Yeah, I also think movies. like the marketing was way different. Oh yeah, for the Tim Burton movies. Was it really McDonald's? Well, because it's all super, like superhero heavy movies McDonald's. Really a big deal at that time either like yeah. you had those christopher reeve supermans but there wasn't like now where there's like we're constantly being bombarded with superhero i, I think it was a lot stuff. more light and fun 
Like, and yeah. I think yeah. that that's something that I do kind of miss. Like, why can't we let? Well, I mean, they do that, and like the uh, Thor movie was they, fun. No, they like, do, but like everything is. I mean, we're in a completely different time now, and this is a different conversation about like how critically, um, like casting and directors and like storyline and everything like that is like being talked about. Like if Thor, if there's a new Thor movie, there's like 15 stories a day you could probably find. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. Where like back then it was like, it it could could exist in this space of like superhero movies where it was just, it was allowed to just be fun and exciting and this whole thing that was to itself. Yeah. I mean, I think Burton still tried to do like a, a darker take on superheroes that up to that point we'd seen. I like the penguin. <laughs> oh yeah. The penguin is great. And Batman returns. Uh, but, but you know, comparatively it's, you know, it is much lighter now when you look at it, but I do like those first couple. I mean, the Schumacher ones are fucking hilarious and I love watching them too because they're just so, yeah, they're amazing. Fucking like so bad and, but like crazy fun cause they're so shitty and ridiculous. Which is the yeah. kiss by a rose one. I think that was Batman Forever. Oh, I remember seeing that in the that theater. soundtrack. One of the all-time best-selling soundtracks. Yeah, I remember seeing that in the theater. Oh shit! You too. Oh, hold me, thrill me, kiss oh. me, kill me. <laughs> Fuck! I think I've never liked you too, and I think that might have just been like the final like nail in the coffin. <laughs> oh, it wasn't the like, the sweetest thing or something like that. No, I fucking hate every. I went to school. Everybody loved you too. Yeah, you went to Christian school. <laughs> yeah, I never understood it. I never like. I never grew up listening to you two. Like fucking, I did, but only to a point. You two is that's because you two. They're always trying to trying to be so like epic. It's like, me- it's mediocre music. <laughs> well, now we're getting into opinions on music. As far as it's just an opinion. Oh, of course it's an opinion. I mean, like, I'm just a dumb shit with like horrible understanding of music so as uh, this is my opinion but it's like fuck yeah i like that seal song though that shit's that's just Sweet. the bomb <laughs> um who doesn't yeah, like so, kiss who doesn't like kiss from a rose i don't know i'm so so your question <laughs> oh, going back to your question do you think was it what was it it was do i think there'll be another batman movies in the future that well will... yeah i guess i guess what i'm saying out of all the comic book movies I guess Batman is one of those ones that they will forever be rebooting or yeah. doing different versions of. Yeah. He's just like, he's such a part of he's culture a, now. Yeah. Because a, nobody, nobody can get enough of well, Batman. A, yeah. He's a consummate character like that, like can be redeveloped and changed and like for, for whatever the modern time is. Yeah. I mean, he's a character that if you go back in the comics, there was a period where he was a pretty light character where, yeah, you know it was he colorful danced, and like, boom, goofy, tap. goofy villains and oh yeah, tap you know, more um, <laughs> now Kabuki and then uh, then you know in like the maybe the seventies eighties then they started going well, well let's look at this character as like a darker and then they figure. were like they were like Batman fucks I mean even when he started he was a darker character but then you know once they introduced Robin and all that stuff it got you know and well and then when Robin was just like this guy fucks. I don't know where you're going with that. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know where I'm going anymore. <laughs> I, I guess I guess what I'm trying to get to with with that also is, 
Batman is probably one of the only characters you can continuously redo. I mean, what other character? Superman. Could you? Well, Superman. I don't know. I don't think so. I think you could. I think it's a, it's really interesting. Like I know we were talking about Superman earlier. Is but it's it's Superman can, can be dropped into any political environment, and he can be the product of that, right, for good. But he can also be the product of that for a different reason. Like look at Red Sun, right? Red Sun is what happens if. Uh, the, do you know, uh, you're, you're Dustin. <laughs> yeah, I am. Y- you, uh, no, but you're, you under, you know what it is, James. Do you know what Red Sun is? I don't know what it is. So Red Sun is the idea that like, what happens if the world had to been like turned a little bit and, uh, Batman had a Superman, sorry, Superman had a, uh, crashed into the USSR. If he was, if he was Russian instead oh, of American. Oh, I see. Okay. Right. And it gives that kind of, co- like, that, that idea, like, like, so. Yeah. The, I think that's easier in the comic books for them to do sort of what if stories, of oh you know what but, would be different if Superman but, if this happened with Superman but in movies I don't know if it'll work I think it will work because I think that we're going to get to a point where we have so many superhero movies that things are going to have to change yeah but look at they what they've tried to do with Superman recently and how that hasn't worked because no, they I, didn't keep him true to what he is in that, people's minds but that's just that's just really really bad direct not direction from the directors but like that's bad direction from on top allowing um like a like Zack Snyder to sort of take things in a direction that that they probably shouldn't have but uh i i don't know like to me superman i'd much rather watch batman than superman yeah me too for the most part and i yeah, like, i like superman and i i have a fondness for him that's existed since you know like okay so being very I, young but. i guess with superman like what are the the big Villains other than uh, other than Lex Luthor. Yeah. I mean, he has his own. There's Brainiac, Parasite. There's like all these. There's that. There g- are if you're a comic book nerd, what's, what's, you know all these. Yeah, these no, I, I understand what's that. What's the one? What's the one has, who spells his name backwards? Mister Mizikalpix or whatever. Yeah. However, you're supposed to fucking say that. You can't say his name. That's one that would never work in a movie. It's like this little imp guy who from another I, dimension. I, <laughs> I, the yeah, like the DC stuff is just a bit different like green lantern i love green lantern it's one of my favorite comic book characters got a ring <laughs> he's got a ring yeah he hates the color uh yellow, yellow. <laughs> that's gonna fuck him up man don't See, fucking show no banana get the fuck out of here <laughs> continental breakfast I don't have time for your fucking fuck banana off. give me an avocado yeah, or a lime yeah he, like, like green lantern can't stay at a holiday inn yeah, but like, see, Green Lantern, you can. I think Green Lantern, you could do way more than so, uh, Superman. You so can. Yeah, no, it, Green Lantern is a cool mythology because it's like an intergalactic police force. I have a question yeah. here, though. Is is that do you think that the you can do more when you know less about the character? Like, so the, like, like Sup- the general audience knows yeah, less. So like Superman, like you know a lot about like him. Because he's like permeated pop culture for the entire time that we've been alive, whereas Green Lantern hasn't necessarily. So you don't necessarily yeah, and people know. People aren't as aware of Green Lantern so like, stuff. So it, does that help? The uh, so the reason why I think you can do more with Green Lantern, or why it'd be more interesting, is one. My understanding is he's just a regular person that ends up becoming Green Lantern. Does he not? Yeah, he's like a pilot. Yeah, yeah okay. He crashes and so it's a little more like 
hey, this is just a regular person and this could happen to you or whoever, right? right? And then two, there's a whole other like intergalactic storyline there. I would call yeah. it a cabal. Where, where Superman, what you know is his planet blew up. He's like, the only thing that can stop him is kryptonite. And I, I don't know, like he's just boring. <laughs> I mean, that's my personal opinion, obviously. I think, I think but so. I he's know. not relatable. Dustin, you, you can tell me if I'm right or wrong. Um, from from what I think, from what I understand about the way you're describing it, is that you just haven't like heard the good Superman storylines. Well, no, and, I I haven't read any of the comic books or anything. And I think I'm that, just like, going strictly off of I any that, show or movie. I've and I get watched. that, and I thought that a lot too. Until I read certain story man, sorry, story man, uh, Superman stories. And I was like, oh, no, actually, this is a really interesting character with a lot going on. It's a lot more cerebral where it's like you're dealing a lot more with Superman as a as a person. Yeah. I mean, there are science fiction aspects to tell, too, with a Superman story. I, but I think we're getting way off of our topic. I know. But Dark oh, wait a second. We're gonna, <laughs> but, <laughs> but what I'm trying what I'm trying to say with all of that is that Batman, you don't have to read all those specific stories to relate to him. It's easy. Yeah. It's an easy character for someone who has never picked up a comic book to relate to. Yeah. That's why you can do so, like reboot it forever, really. So I'm gonna pull this back. Yeah, I think you're. I think you're not wrong. I think that's fairly accurate. Yeah, I agree too. Not because I'm trying to jump on it. (laughs) Okay, I want to. I want to sound cool. Um, (laughs) We should. We should probably wrap this up a little bit though. Um. Uh. So we we ran through the plot. There's some amazing set pieces. Um. I would say the ones that really stand out uh, are the the bank scene. At the beginning, we got the uh, the truck scene, the chase scene, skyhook scene, um, skyhook scene, and actually right after the truck flipping scene, then we go right into the Joker being in jail and that whole setup with Dent and uh, Rachel Dawes being kidnapped, and then like the way that he has planned all that stuff is all really great too. Yeah, I really feel like. W- <laughs> This is kind of hard. We we're like super deep into this episode. This yeah, <laughs> and we have barely talked about. Yeah, I mean, the there's movie. a lot of stuff you could still talk about the hospital stuff. We haven't really got into too much of the Two Face, and this whole idea of Harvey Dent being well, a guy who could replace Batman. What we can do mm-hmm. is we we can talk about this for another forty five minutes, <laughs> and just drag this out to be two episodes. Well, no, I don't think we need to make a two-episode deal out of it. I don't know. I mean, I guess we'd have to talk about that, but... Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter. We could just keep talking about it. Let's just talk, and we'll finish when we finish. But So, we have to get, to get back on there. Like, I love the hospital scene. The hospital scene is one that, uh, I mean, we're about, oh, fuck, two hours mm-hmm. almost into the movie at that point. Yeah, um, we. Have, if, this is where he pushes him into madness, kind of. Let's, like. Yeah, let's back up a second though. Like, there's some really fun scenes earlier on with uh, the Joker. We've got the. Um, do you want to see a magic trick scene? Yeah, yeah, yeah. where pencil, he makes the pencil, pencil disappear. disappear. Yeah, That's when and, he first meets the criminals. Yeah. And like, there's a lot of killing off off screen. Mm-hmm. That part, of, yeah. There's not, yeah. The, it, the violence isn't really explicit, but it's because of like the tone of the movie. I think that it's upset a lot of people. 
I yeah, and I agree. Like the tone does. If if you had asked me like a year after watching it for the first time, I'd be like, oh, it's an incredibly violent movie. Like there's a lot of stuff, but, but it doesn't really you, show much. It doesn't. Like, it like really, when he kills that uh, Michael Jai White, uh, that black guy. That's one of the mobster guys. Yeah. He's got that knife in his mouth or whatever, and then he and it just kind of like edits. It chops away from it, and then it's like, okay, he killed him, but it yeah. didn't show anything. It, it, <laughs> that was kind of weird in watching it this time. I think they cut it because you know they got a harder rating than they wanted. Yeah, and I understand. But there's also the scene where he breaks the pool cue in half. Yeah, and, and his hands. There's too. there's three guys. Yeah. So the suggestions are all like dark and violent, and it's upsetting because of. The way it's presented, but you don't actually see much of the violence. No, but you feel it like it's visceral. Yeah, it's yeah. a it's a very visceral movie. I feel like um, everything that happens in it, like it resonates with you. That's actually when you, he's in the scene where he meets the mobsters, and like you think you can just rob us? He's like, yes. Yeah, <laughs> just and, the way he says it. And, and that's true. And like the entire movie is tied together through, I wouldn't say the Joker. I would say it's through Heath Ledger's portrayal of the Joker. It's just so great. It's so mesmerizing. Every time he's on screen, you're just waiting for him to come back. Oh, yeah. I mean, even when Batman is going to save um, Harvey Dent and uh, Rachel, Rachel, even the scene where the Joker is taunting that one cop to fight him. Yeah. Like even just that, that whole scene interrogation part is great. Too. Is amazing. Why was that cop on the inside? Who knows why? Just to f- have him taunt. Like no one. <laughs> How would... many of your friends did I kill? Yeah. Do you... yeah <laughs> yeah. He just like mouths the words. So. <laughs> uh, you know why I use a knife instead of a gun? <laughs> you know, like all that stuff. Like everything. All yeah. the little emotions. Everything with him is amazing. Yeah. Uh, my favorite lines from the Joker though are in that scene where he comes into that fundraiser and he has, he has Maggie Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Uh, and he's, this is the second time we've heard him explain how he got his scars and it's a different story than the first one he tells. Yeah. I remember watching, (laughs) hold on, before you continue, I I remember watching that also for the first time and being like, oh yeah, of course, of course it's a different story. Because we, yeah. we we're not we can't nail anything down about this guy. And, we ne- and the thing is, we don't know who he is, where never, he came from, yeah. how sense. he became this way. We never want to know. Not really. Yeah. No, no. That's far more terrifying. If he's just this enigma, it, that's yeah, like no explanation to it, him. It, <laughs> I, I think that when I heard him talk, when I heard him tell the story for the second time, I I really realized how terrifying of a character he is. Yeah, can how we hear, scary. Oh, can we hear that bit? Well, you look nervous. Is it the scars? You want to know how I got them? Come here. Hey. Look at me. So I had a wife, beautiful, like you, who tells me I worry too much, who tells me I ought to smile more, who gambles and gets in deep with the sharks. One day they carve her face. We have no money for surgeries. She can't take it. I just want to see her smile again. Hmm? I just want her to know that I don't care about the scars. So, I stick a razor in my mouth and do this to myself. And you know what? 
She can't stand the sight of me. She leaves. Now I see the funny side. Now I'm always smiling. <clears throat> a little fight in you. I like that. Yeah. Uh, that was a scene where Michael Caine afterwards was like, he hadn't met Heath Ledger. And then after they shot that scene, he said he was so scared that he forgot his lines. Oh, it's <laughs> weird. Really? I don't know what it's like to be an actor. That sounds a little uh, crazy. He was but... like so taken with what Heath Ledger was doing that he was just like, uh, like, holy shit. And like, <laughs> actors sound interesting. Yeah, they definitely do. Hey, but who knows, man? Like there must be like, you, you must be so intent. Like I'm going to play the, like not play the devil's advocate here. I'm going to be on their side with whatever it is. But it must be so crazy to be an actor, to be like trying to live that role, like for that scene, like you're like, get so deep into it. Like, I guess you do probably have emotions that you wouldn't expect. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, if you're faced with, you know, and if you are an actor and you know about acting and then you see this performance from someone and it's like, you've seen everything, a guy like Michael Caine and he's like, Oh fuck! Like, <laughs> so does this does this make you hate Jared Leto even more? Because it it does to me. And once again, having I don't not, even think Jared Leto's a bad actor. I just, no, it doesn't. But it's like you know all the bullshit that you heard about Jared Leto. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh yeah. So, oh yeah. Like he sent used condoms to people. Yeah. He yeah. sent a debt. He was like trying to get into the role of being the Joker for the Suicide Squad movie. He like did oh. all this shit where he like he sent a dead rat treated people to like garbage around him and stuff. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, I'm the Joker. I sent you a bunch of fucking I sent jizz. you a used condom. <laughs> but that the Joker wouldn't do that. That's so, The Joker in the Suicide Squad uh, movie would. Yeah, I guess so. It's like a fucking insane clown posse <laughs> reject. It's like, yeah. not even good enough for the, the insane ICP's, clown posse. The ICP's They're like, like mm, no, mm, no. No thanks. Thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, ninja out. Oh, what about if Tommy Wiseau plays the Joker? Did you watch the? I did. It sucked. <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> it was fun. It was like I wouldn't want it to actually. Of course do not. Uh, do have you seen any of the Gotham TV show? I watched the first like handful of episodes when it started. I watched the first three quarters of the uh, the first season. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, you watched that much of it? Eh? Yeah, and uh, it was garbage. Yeah, it's didn't terrible. like it. Yeah. Apparently, people fucking love it yeah they must it's oh still i going. thought it i thought it was not bad i didn't like it yeah i mean I, like, I, it's, I I, I it's fine like i i just personally didn't like it yeah um apparently it's gotten really good i mean av club reviews it still and they yeah, love they it give, they give everything a's no they don't they don't give everything a's not super troopers oh yeah and they gave like a c plus the, yeah. new, the new one I've only seen one review for it and it was like if you loved the first one then you'll like it if you didn't see the first one this is or didn't like it this Here's is not going to do anything for you I did love the first one. Oh yeah it just feels a little too late doesn't it to put out a it, like to try to get back into the same it does. tone of something that was funny to you but like man, 15 I years ago <laughs> so like, or I yeah. always talk about movies that we like quote on a regular basis but not quote in a way of like we're quoting a movie but like phrases have like just become a part of our like lexicon like uh, part of like sure, what yeah. we say all the time like bear fucker <laughs> bear fucker isn't in it but <laughs> but but move that gigantic cotton candy <laughs> that is like something i say all the time like diane and i both say like if something is like, in our way littering and littering, littering and or um <laughs> or like putting me putting meow in things mm. oh yeah 
like right. But me see, out. now that's what that's what I hate about comedic sequels. And it's like, okay, now we're gonna redo the same jokes that made you laugh before. Oh, I How seen can it. we do the meow thing again? Like, I haven't like, seen it, so I don't. I've know. just seen that trailer for it. I'm sure. I'm they gonna do. watch it. You know, I'm hoping for the best. I don't want it to suck. But hey, man, if uh, I like, I'm. I think I'm becoming a, a not a good film watcher. I'm not a good I, film watcher. I what? like. I like get over. Uh, get, uh, sorry, uh, game over. What's it called? The movie we talked about. Game over man. Game over man a lot. And apparently people think that's hot trash. (laughs) Well, with comedies, it's always, I don't know. It's just gotta, if it makes you laugh, fuck, it makes you laugh. And if they hit you at the right place, like at the right time, like, yeah, true enough. I mean, grown ups, right? Yeah, you love that movie. <laughs> no, I don't. Yes, you do. No Paul Blart. Hey, hey, hey. Dustin, back me no. up on this. James loves Grown Ups. Oh, he's always talking about it. I actually think, uh, what, what's that? Grown Ups 2 is even better. Ridiculous 8 He has a website, a Grown Ups fan site that he started. Yeah. Yeah, no. He is also... Um, but not, not in a, the pool? Come on, guys. Not a fan of the second one, though. No, he hates <laughs> the second one. But he also did, he did do that GoFundMe for the Grown Ups porn parody. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was weird. Growing ups, yeah. Growing ups, like his penis. Yeah, no. Growing up. Groin, groin up. Growing, okay. gro- groining up. So Batman. So good stuff. Okay, so we've talked about the plot. We've talked about the. We haven't really talked about the action. I'm gonna say this: action kind of stagnant. Um, it's a little. It's good. The, the the. It's good. It's solid. It's just not amazing. It's not the most amazing action you're gonna I see. I really stuff. don't like. The uh, motorcycle. Oh, I think the motorcycle is pretty cool. I think I don't like that kind of stuff. Like I just think that stuff is stupid because it just seems so impractical. I but like Batman's the car. always had gadgets. I know lots of gadgets. The car is cool, but like the motorcycle and that kind of stuff, it's just like it's so impractical. It's like at least he didn't use the bat plane in this one, doesn't? He? Oh, he does use it in the next one, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The pacing's pretty good though. <laughs> no battery. He didn't use any batarangs. <laughs> didn't he? No, no batarangs used in this one. Uh, Oh well, he does have those. He has those like blades that shoot out. That of the, shoot out, yeah. yeah. But, oh, do you have, do you oh have, I got a, I got a question. What do you think of his uh, sonar? Whatever the fuck. Now he can see everything in Gotham. Well, that's his, well, that's what we're talking about when we're talking getting into the stuff. fascist stuff, where he's like spying on everyone in order to find the Joker. He's using these radar this radar thing that uh, Lucius Fox came up with. It's pretty much like. It's just such a leap, and then it's also in that world, it's unbelievable in a way. It's I don't know. It's this thing that is actually like I mean, it's touching on all this NSA shit we've been hearing about, and it's like spook stuff, right? Like, yeah, it's actually from a storyline in the comics that he uses this thing. Um, Um, to me, what I feel like is just like okay, what it's actually taking stuff that's happening right now, like in twenty eighteen. And it's kind of what, or in two thousand eight when the movie came out. Yeah, what I what I meant though is like what, in twenty eighteen we're kind of dealing with some of that similar stuff, right? Yeah. Like with like in the states, what's happening mm-hmm. with like the fucking that Zuckerberg and like the Facebook shit and all their analytics and all yeah, that yeah. kind of shit. Um, it's it's like it's in a I think in a clunky way they're dealing with something that is like a like is like possible. 
So like, if you don't think about it too much in the way that they're doing it, yeah. you're like, oh yeah, this is this this could happen. It's a cool idea to touch on. It's maybe one like it just they don't quite pull it off, and it's, yeah, like you're saying, it's a little bit clunky put in there when there's already ago. like a lot of stuff going on in this movie, like mm-hmm. a shitload. So it's like one more thing to try to touch on. And it's kind of weird. I do think it's a cool idea. It's just I don't know. It doesn't. It's weird when he's using it to like in the fight, like hand to hand. Yeah, like yeah. Actually I don't understand what the purpose of that is. I think what the purpose he's is targeting to show where everyone is and stuff. Like, it's also to show how much, like, how far he could go down that road. Yeah, if he wanted to always catch every criminal all the time, or he could just if, keep using this technology and spy on everyone in the whole city and know what's going on all the time. But instead, he gives Lucius Fox this password to destroy the thing afterwards. I think it's, it's also a point of where like it's going into this kind of like um like future crime shit where it's like can t- with technology right now can tell us what's happening in this moment, right? But like mm-hmm. to me I'm thinking okay, well like well is he going to develop more and more and like using these analytics and shit like that like future crimes, like like minority report stuff, like <laughs> oh, yeah. and like and he kind of is catching himself at this point of being like no, I'm going to rein that in. And yeah. he gives it to, like, Lucius to, yeah, like, he destroy. Knows he'll, he knows he'll do the right thing. Right? Yeah. But he knows that, like, it's 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 showing a weakness in him, like, in, in Bruce, where he's like, I will use this because I will do everything. So it's kind of like that, like, the moment where, like, you're drinking too much and you give, like, like a sober person your keys and they're like, okay, I can't drive. Like, you need to take this. Yeah. It's pretty much like, <clears throat> Lucius, you need to... Stop me. It's interesting because I, I just saw yesterday uh, a news report of uh, people were taking pictures with like drugs and just showing their hands. And they're able to look at the fingerprints oh, in yeah. the picture and tie it back to people and like catch people. And like, Jesus. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, I got to stop posting my fucking selfies. Yeah, so bit. stop posting <laughs> drug I, pictures with your hand. I love speed balls. <laughs> Do people speed still, balls. Is that a thing speed anymore? Balls? Speed balls? Yeah, speed balls? Speed balls were yeah, a, th- yeah. were a thing. Well, I, I don't know anything about speed balls. Speed balls, speed balls were a thing, especially when like we were kids. Like, Dustin and I were kids. That they would always have in movies. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah okay. Uh, let's... Let's talk about our scores, I guess. Well, I wanted to just do a, a, a one more thing. I just want to uh, do. You want to say a favorite quote? Oh yeah. Is there something that does stand out to you, like your favorite? Well, I think to me, I mean, it relates to the Joker, but the Joker doesn't say it. Uh, Commissioner Gordon says it. I believe he says it. Uh, it's the nothing in his pockets but knives and lint. Lint. Yeah. Oh, I guess like that's a good one. It's just a nice little. Yeah. Nugget right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot you could. There's a lot. All that stuff in the interrogation we were talking about. Yeah. yeah. My, my brain's kind of like fried with. I mean, his, stuff. Convers- his conversation with Harvey in the hospital. It's really got great stuff in there. It's really good. Yeah. Although I do like at the end where uh, Gordon's talking to his son about Batman and that, like, he's the Batman we need now or he's the. Yeah, he's the hero we need. The, yeah. or, or, uh, what does he? How does he put it? He's like not the. Oh, he's. Oh shit! I can't even think of how it goes now. I should be. Well, let's listen to it for a second. Yeah. 
Because we have to chase him. Okay, we're going in! Go, go! Move! He didn't do anything wrong. Because it's the hero Gotham deserves. But not the one it needs right now. So we'll hunt him. Because he can take it. Because he's not our hero. He's a silent guardian. A watchful protector. A dark knight. Yeah, I mean, like he really sums it up. Like, it, it, it's a it good, does sound, it's a good conclusion. Yeah, to lead and to lead into like what are, where they're going from there. But yeah, um, to me, there's I, there's like little random things I think about, like, and I think about them all the time, like the rack 'em up scene. Like, I don't know why, like, just it stands out in my head. Um, oh, even when Joker's hanging upside down, he's got him by the grappling hook. There's a, there's some good stuff in that. Exchange oh, there's great too. stuff. Like where like he's like, you didn't think that was like my only punch or something like that. Like like you didn't think that I didn't have like something else going on. Like there's there's a lot. So it's hard for me to pick one uh, that like I want to be my favorite. You know, if you want to put that in quotes, um, I'm gonna say it because it's not my favorite, but I think it's an important scene that everybody. Uh, everybody remembers from the movie and it's when uh, Michael Caine is talking about the, the, the thief, the jewelry thief oh, yeah. in the jungle. And I, I think it's a really important part in the movie, but that story really, I think it really ties. I don't know. I think, I think a lot of people remember that. But yeah. so overall then let's give this movie a score. What do you think, Dustin? Where are you going? Where am I going? Um, well, my overall score was a nine. My re- overall reaction is a ten. But, but once you factor all the other stuff in, it comes to a nine. Yeah, mine's the same. I can't believe I'm coming in under you guys with an eight point eight. Huh? My overall reaction is a ten. Love it. Yeah. But it's an eight point eight, which lands it. With a whopping 8.9. Where does that put things? Second. Second. Okay, after Mad Max. But it would knock Wild Bunch down a little bit. I need to knock Mad Max off there. I don't know. You need to knock Mad Max? That's going to be a tough one. Dude, Mad Max is so fucking good. Mm, It is good. (laughs) It is good. It's fucking great. It is good. Uh, What are we doing next? Oh, what are we doing next? Well, I've decided we're going to watch Logan. Nice. Fuck yes. Yeah, keep this train going. Yeah. I'm like superhero. so. So, so this will be our this. final superhero movie for our yeah. Movie, yeah, this will wrap up the month. Nice. Alrighty, John. You want to say your spiel? John, do your thing. Do hey. it. Thank you so much for listening to us. Uh, if you like this podcast, uh, that's amazing. We really appreciate it. Um, like us on Facebook, like us on Instagram, please like us on, uh, on iTunes. It really helps, um, give us a rating, even if it's a bad rating, fuck, whatever. Tell a friend, uh, thank you so much for everything you guys have done. 
Uh, and we'll see you guys next week with Logan. 